Let me ask you a question. What do you think of when you hear live event production? Does that ring the same in your mind with virtual event production? Today, I am on a rant to discuss the two and then some. My hope is to demystify the differences that exist between all these digital event terms and where does one start and the other end? Where does event production intersect with technology to deliver a fantastic event? You're in the right place. I am super impressed and appreciative that you're taking the time to learn, to brush up on your skills, or maybe develop new skills and lay down a foundation for what could be new opportunities. I've done virtual and hybrid events for over 24 months now, and I am still very much excited about the concept because there's still a lot of growth and there's so much happening in this event industry segment. And if you're even slightly nervous about producing your very first virtual or hybrid event, well, stay tuned. Let me tell you, it's still possible and it's still a viable option for many events to come. Welcome to Events Demystified Podcast, the rant series, where we go off the cap and say it as it is, tackling anything and everything in the AV production, technology, and event industry that not a lot of people are willing to talk about. The rant series is short and spicy, comes out twice a month in between the more tamed interview-style episodes. This podcast is brought to you by Tree Fan Events, a woman-owned boutique event production agency, and your host is Anka Trafan. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, friends. It's been a minute since we've seen each other on screen. And I know that it's been a minute since I have produced a rent. So here we go. It's our eighth rent in this series. I am your Events Demystify podcast host, Anka Trifan, that normally would come with all those interview style episodes. But today I am on a rant and we're going to tackle a few different topics that relate to virtual event production and live event production and the differences between the two. I am so, so glad that you're here. I appreciate that you've been carving this time and making the time investment for yourself, but also, you know, for your team and your clients and the future of your own career in the event industry. With that, a little bit of background on this topic. The reason why I decided to tackle this conundrum <laughs> is um, because I was planning to join a webinar a month or two ago, I think it was, that was going to take uh, place uh, virtually and uh, was going to tackle the topic of hybrid event live production. And as always, when it comes to event production topics, my interest was picked and I was so, so excited about it. And so I put in my calendar, I cleared my schedule and I joined the webinar about five minutes, 10, maybe 10. As I was listening, I disappointingly realized that I'm at the wrong event, that the so-called live event production was actually referring to a live stream production. And I was just trying to reconcile in my mind. What have I missed? Because 
in my mind, when someone says live event production, you know, my mind automatically goes to an in-person event production with or without a virtual component such as a live stream. So before I get into defining these two concepts based on my understanding of them, based on the years of experience in the field, based on the event production that I've done prior to COVID and prior to the onslaught of virtual events, I want to turn the question to you. I would love to hear, if you're live, maybe in the chat, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when someone says live event production? Is that the same as a live stream to you? If you are watching this on demand or listening, you can always contact me via the information that is listed in the episode notes. I feel like as event planners and event producers, we've got to be super careful with asking our clients to clarify what their understanding of these concepts are. And if it's a live event production that they hire us for, making sure that we know in advance if that also includes a live stream component, in which case that term could turn, you know, into a live event broadcast. So, We've got a few digital event terms to tackle today, and that would be live event production, virtual event production, live event broadcast, and then the differences between a live stream, a simulive, a webinar, webcast, virtual worlds, and the metaverse. So let's start with first one, just to get straight into the topic. When I think of a live event production, I always think of a live event, an in-person event that could have a virtual element to it. But the majority of the production is centered around this in-person event, like, you know, we used to do before the pandemic, maybe with the rare stream attached to it, because believe it or not, Streaming was still part of events before COVID. In a live event production scenario, as a technical event planner and producer, I am thinking proper sound to provide well-balanced coverage regardless of where in the ballroom or where in the space each audience member is. I'm thinking stage monitors. If entertainment is involved, like say a band, I'm thinking well, we got to make sure that their technical rider is followed. We've got not just the front of house mixing position and the engineer to run the sound for the audience, but also the monitor engineer to mix the sound for in-ears and wedge monitors. And I'm thinking also lighting and I am thinking proper stage wash as well as lighting as an element of intentional design and decor and the mood that's attached with the type of colors that we choose in our lighting schemes. I'm thinking video elements such as projection and maybe projection mapping, LED screens, preview monitors, cameras, and in the case of hybrid, multiple cameras. Some could be man-operated and some could be remotely operated. And then, of course, all the technical support staff to support this event, to loading, to set up, to test, rehearse, run, execute the event, and then strike and load up. Live event production is and will always be a team of people. It's never just a one-man show running the whole thing. If that is the case, and I've seen that happening during some events, I'd be very, very, very concerned. All that to say, when it comes to virtual event production, also known live stream, one person could run it all, depending, again, 
on the complexity of the virtual event itself. As a matter of fact, I have been sole handling the streaming and execution of many, many virtual events in the last 24 something months that we've been doing this from seminar, meetings, association functions, fundraising galas to multiple day conferences, some with concurrent sessions, streaming that's happening at the same time, some with multiple video sharing platforms or video event platforms that that are in taking the actual stream. Not ideal. Don't attempt this if you don't have experience running virtual events on the technical side, behind the scenes. Having more than one person is always helpful. Let me tell you, you know, having a show caller, golden, but it's possible, okay? So what does a virtual event production entail and how is it different than from a live event production? A virtual event production is an event that takes form and takes space and takes place entirely online. The speakers are online and the audience is online, everyone being connected through a common environment. This common environment is enabled through the use of computers, technology, production, and obviously is reliable on the internet, on the broadband. It's what we call a digital venue, and this venue can be a video sharing platform or a virtual event platform. Speakers could join virtually via Zoom, Google Meets, Vimex calls, I mean, you name it. And the production of the stream could be executed through different production and streaming tools from an easy, low production value type of Zoom event with maybe, you know, the use of OBS for sharing title slides, adding a little bit of music to your speaker's backgrounds and whatnot, to a full-fledged production suite run through different tools, Vimex, E2. There are different type of operating production tools that would allow for this event to be packed with graphics, lower thirds, picture-in-picture, picture, different templates for how the presenter and the slides or the presenters and the content assets are showing up on the screen on the audience side, how you start and you stop those live sessions, making sure that, you know, the right speakers are in the right virtual spaces before their sessions, making sure that their microphones are tested and their cameras and the framing and the lighting and all the things before going live. Also, how switching happens during the sessions, making sure that a session is being recorded and broadcasted, dealing with all the technical security disruptions that could be part of the event with the use of uh, a range of production equipment that is normally used in broadcasting to create this TV show type of event we've become accustomed to. Again, this is a bit of a broad definition to consider, but it's part of what I'm thinking when I am thinking virtual event production. The key to remember here is that behind the scenes, a virtual event could be as simple as a Zoom meeting, or it could be something like a live TV production, which needs real-time audiovisual support. A live broadcast, on the other hand, is a little bit questionable because... 
it could have an in-person component that gets broadcasted to a virtual audience. So being specific with, is this an in-person event that has a live broadcast component to it, or is it a live broadcast as in a virtual event? It's important to know the distinction and know what the client means or needs. It's important to ask the right questions because you want to have the right understanding of what does the client want? What is that they uh, see the event to be like? And what is it that they're looking for? Even if they might not necessarily have the right words to describe it. There are many types of uh, digital events and each has its own benefits and shortcomings. People, not technology, deliver amazing digital events and building the right team and the right partnerships would allow you to produce great results with less stress. And that's where a uh, partner, an agency like Trifun Events comes very highly recommended to support your production for some of the virtual and hybrid events that require the next level. Not all events require that extra level and the type of handholding, but some do. And if that event is the type of event that you're looking to produce, maybe it's a great idea to have the right partner to have less stress and less liability attached to your event. Before we move any further, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our main sponsor, Trifan Events, which is a boutique event planning and production agency that will come alongside you, offering personalized event planning and technical support, strategic event design, production and technology management, and flawless execution for live, virtual, and hybrid events. The team at Trifan Events is passionate about planning and producing event experiences that get people involved with true moments of interaction, engagement, and co-creation while offering white glove treatment throughout the entire planning process, enabling you to reach your event goals with the use of creativity, production tools, and event technology. Find out how Trifun Events can plan and produce your event become memorable. Go to trifunevents.com. Even after almost 2.5 years of virtual and hybrid events, there's still a lot of people out there, even in the event industry, that seem to confuse often the terms related to hybrid, virtual, live stream, simulive, webinar, and webcast. So the next segment of this rant, I would like to, you know, maybe briefly examine each type and get familiar with each term without going a whole lot into details for the sake of keeping this episode short and sweet, as I promise that some of those rant episodes are. So let's start with the first term, a hybrid event. What is that? Well, a hybrid event combines the live in-person with a virtual online digital component, and attendees can be joining this event either in person or online. A virtual event, as explained a little bit in the virtual event production, is an event that takes place entirely online. The presenters are also online. A live broadcast could be a virtual event, but it could also be a hybrid event in the sense that it could be an in-person event with a virtual component. So knowing the distinction in your client's mind, in whoever you work with that is asking you to deliver this type of event is important. 
A virtual with a studio component. I've heard that term come about and run about because that could define something that is an event where the audience is online, but the speakers are brought live into the virtual event from a actual brick and mortar broadcasting studio. Then we have the live stream where live videos and audio transmission is performed over the internet. And in my opinion, this sounds a little general, but it just means that speakers can either be pre-recorded or live or in a studio or on site or online or maybe a combination of all these things. Simulive is a scheduled pre-recorded content to play out during an event within a specified start and end time of a event session. So it could be a virtual event that's live with a few Simulive component pre-recorded segments. We have webinar, which typically is the singular presentation or session using a presentation tool such as PowerPoint, Canva, Keynote, Google Slides, you name it, a webcam, a screen share with audio broadcasted over the internet, and it can be live or pre-recorded. Also, webinars could be scheduled live and brought into a broadcasting studio and mixed into the event content to maybe elevate the production value with graphics such as lower thirds, stickers, overlays, and broadcasted live to a video sharing platform such as YouTube, Vimeo, or even the virtual event platform. A webcast similar to a webinar could be singular or it could be multiple presentations that could be live streamed live or could be pre-recorded. Virtual worlds is my understanding of a virtual world is this computer-based simulated environment that is intended for the users and the audience to inhabit and interact via what we would call avatars, uh, which are basically animated figures, versions of yourself. There's quite a few event platforms that support virtual roles, and the number is growing. Event Farm comes to mind, VFairs, Tihu, Storyscapes 3D, which is, if you're familiar with IMAX, is the, um, the platform that created Planet IMAX for IMAX just last year. And they created multiple islands, virtual islands, with speakers and engagements and different features that you as the attendee could explore. Virtual Worlds is a blended digital event experience because you can visit at your leisure, you can visit on demand, you can visit live, you can also have live content and a mix of many virtual features that work together to create this virtual world. As we're moving more into the extended reality elements that can be applied to digital events and meetings and conferences and corporate events, the concept of a virtual world morphing into a persistent and immersive 3D environment that makes uh, extensive use of the new and emerging virtual augmented and physical reality and aims to take people beyond the screen into this metaverse is a new concept. 
as new as it is and as much as it's still in its infancy, it is also heavily underdeveloped as we speak. It is the future and there's case studies and case uses for the metaverse that go far beyond gaming. For example, a participant might use it to spend time with friends remotely, visit virtual retail stores or attend virtual events. The way I see this work for corporate events and meetings, the metaverse could, you know, help bridge the gap between the physical and the virtual world. And this has the potential to bring a whole new level of consistency and immersion for today's increasingly popular hybrid events format. And um, I guess rather than viewing it as a way to completely change and redefine the event landscape as it exists right now, because I've, I've heard a lot of the complaints where this is just something so far into the future that uh, why should we bother with this? I think the constructive approach to that would be, well, how about we look at it more from an innovation point of view and recognize how it can augment current hybrid event formats. And the main thing to remember is, though, Face-to-face -face interactions obviously are not going to go away. They are key to building trust. And while physical interaction will remain irreplaceable, it is not always a viable solution for everyone. So in these cases, the metaverse might just turn out to be the very next best thing. Anyway, in conclusion, because this episode is getting a little long, working with virtual and hybrid events requires a continuous desire to learn, to discover, research, because it's based on technology that is rapidly growing and morphing and transforming. And the most important implication for the event industry and the event sector is that this continuous transformation offers unlimited space for new ideas. It helps break down the divide between those attending in person and those attending virtually. In either case, attendees can enjoy a similarly engaging and high quality experience with some of the technology that is now available. Each type of virtual event format that I have defined today will have a different set of requirements to support different event needs and different event communities with a diverse range of options and features. If you're unsure which event format or which option and feature would serve your future event best, well, let's chat. I have my calendar link posted in the episode notes, and I would love if you just schedule a brief time to talk about your event and learn more about what you're looking for. And I will provide you honestly with my expert advice on what might be best for your event. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope that you found value in what was shared today. Make sure to come back for more. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Rant series of Events Demystified Podcast. If you enjoyed this series and the other interview-style podcast episodes, please take a moment to review it and rate it. If you'd like to take it one step further, feel free to share it with your network. Connect with Anchor on social by tagging at Events Demystified Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about Tree Fan Event Services and find out if we're a good fit in supporting your event, can we help your event be successful with a 20-minute free consultation? Link in the episode's notes. Thanks for tuning in.